Hey, hey, Anchor, it's Courtney Jones with Intelligent Change. Hey, I just wanted to remind you that even on your worst day, you're still pretty awesome and your voice matters, which is why I'm so excited about Anchor's new feature. It's like, um, along with the call-in feature, which is that awesome little button that allows you to leave a question or a comment after any episode or segment, there's now a new way for you to interact and if you're the shy type that doesn't necessarily want to have your voice um, on the air or maybe you don't like the sound of your voice or maybe you're commuting and you can't don't aren't really comfortable talking out loud it's okay because anchor's got you covered so now you have the ability to actually type in a comment or a question At the end of any segment, if I say something that you want to react to or respond to, if you have a question, um, if there's something that you want to add to it, because I have a lot of questions, and sometimes I ask them of the audience, so if you have an answer, that is awesome. And now Anchor has provided two ways that you can actually use those to actually interact. So that makes it really cool, and it makes it more like a conversation. And that is awesome. So I really want to interact. I want to know you better. I want to know what what makes you tick. That's what my thing is always. It's like it's life in a digital world. Like I am kind of uh, in between. I'm a gener- generation Xer, um, learning how to navigate this millennial world. It's like figuring out um, all kinds of like new experiences in my life, and I'm just kind of observing. I'm looking at the world, which has changed a lot um, over the past 15, 20 years, and so I'm kind of sharing my perspective on it. And I want to know yours. I want to know um, the things that you worry about. I want to know the things that you're concerned about. The things that you have questions about and the things going on in your life and in the world that even that you want to share that are really awesome see something weird and crazy um, online or in the news then by all means please share because that's the type of stuff that makes me dance around and do my happy unicorn dance you know it gets crazy when you work uh, from home It does, it does. And so it's even more awesome that Anchor has these features because it makes it even more like a real conversation. And like I said, I'm navigating the text thing. I'm still not that good at it, but I am awesome at reading and answering them. I can't always think about what to say when I'm starting a text, but I'm really great at answering them. So I promise, if you call in and you leave a comment or a question, if you send a text or send a message to or a comment or question, then I promise I will not only read and listen to them, but I will respond. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And uh, if you haven't already, go check out the new features on Anchor because they are awesome. And uh, I'm Courtney Jones with Intelligent Change. And you know what? You are awesome too. So go be it. Till next time. Peace. So as you know, I'm like the champion of, you can do it, you've got this. If you follow my Instagram account, you know that I am totally invested in how awesome everybody I know is, and I totally believe that anything you put your mind to, you can make it happen. So it's very much like, um, it's not even just a belief, but it's very much a way of living for me. And I had um, um, someone mention to me, I had been, um, grew up in Denver, Denver native, but I actually lived in Atlanta for a couple of years. I lived out of the state, so I was gone for almost 10 years. 
came back. And what I've noticed with people that I've run into, um, like that I knew before I left, people that knew me like from high school and in my early 20s and when I was hanging out. And um, the one thing that I kept getting like the constant refrain, even friends that ran into, like old friends that ran into each other and in conversation about me were like, yeah, she's really changed. She's not the same. And so um, I kind of was thinking about that, was trying to think like, well, what is different? But I think that, um, and a, a friend of mine just kind of mentioned yesterday, it's like, you are so strong, like you're so confident, and it seems to really surprise people, and um, so I was kind of trying to think like, well, what is it that made me different? I do remember, uh, I always say that Courtney is dead and gone, like a Justin Timberlake song, but I did spend a lot of my life um, being a, what they call like a, a people pleaser. Like, definitely, like, oh, well, I don't want to speak my mind because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Um, um, was a really smart kid. Awkward, but really smart. Um, dumbed down a lot. Like, in middle school, I was told, I came from a generation, Generation X people, but I came from a, a generation where guys, um, it was kind of, with my parents' generation, it was a, if you walk around trying to be all smart like that, no man's going to want you. So you did kind of have to, like, it was the 80s, people. So I kind of, like, there was a, a feeling that maybe you have to dumb down, not be as smart as the person you're talking to. Like, I made a lot of concessions in my life when I was younger, not speaking my mind, not, uh, not speaking up, um, and not always... Um, defending my boundaries against other people speaking up or standing out or whatever and so I was just trying to think like what was the process for me in um, learning to really I think for me uh, I always tell people it's like it is it, it's it is what it is and it's all good because the thing is when you can sh I think the the biggest thing that I did over the past um, I'd say 20 years is I shifted my perspective and I allowed myself to be more open-minded and um, and I, I also have a thing that I do what I call the 360. I allow myself to detach enough. Um, yes, I was raised Buddhist and the one thing that it taught me was to detach. So I, um, I have, and it can sometimes work to my disadvantage. But I do have what I refer to as the 360, and I have the ability and always have to kind of step back and see all sides of a situation. So um, it can sometimes make it difficult to argue my own point of view or side of things because I am so aware that not only of, of the other perspectives that's involved in the situation, but I'm also aware of other perspectives that might not even be present or potential or possible perspectives. So it can make it difficult at times to defend my own point of view. But I did learn to understand that um, I'm way stronger, I guess, than I realized. Um, it kind of dawned on me one day when I was going through like some really crazy stuff. Like, um, kind of went through a situation where I um, had a separation, moved out of state. That was my moving. And I think I was pretty fortunate that I moved at... Um, 30 and not maybe 20 because I kind of had a already had an idea of the type of life that I wanted to live and then had the opportunity to kind of step out there and really test my own limits and what I was actually capable of doing. I spent a lot of my life believing other people when I would have an idea and they'd say oh you can't do that or that's not possible. 
Now, how are you going to do that? Now, who would pay you to do that? So, it, I spent a lot of years just really not standing in my own power, not standing in my own truth, and not really pushing myself to see what I could actually do and what I was actually capable of, and, um, and being unaware of that. So I'm always saying like sometimes we can get so comfortable in our comfort zone that we don't even realize how much better life actually could be because we are kind of, it's like we have those blinders on and we're already limited by the life that we're already living. So for me, it's like I was kind of pushed out of the comfort zone, but it ended up literally what I always refer to as phase one of new life. But um, like I, I kind of left the state and and it was a situation where I was like oh, I'm feeling bad about myself but I got to a new environment where I actually was able to test out what I was capable of and um, kind of pushing myself I'd always been kind of a shy person um, didn't really speak up too much um, moving across the country uh, 1500 miles where you don't know anybody will definitely motivate you to learn how to speak up like you got to ask questions like hey uh, where's the train like how do I get so I had I I was that was my first test of pushing out of the comfort zone I had to get comfortable speaking for myself representing myself and I spent a lot of time like in Denver doing the work the corporate stuff during the day so, uh, I was in the customer service field and at the time doing telecommunications back in the 90s making really good money um, in Denver so I had always just kind of followed the path you know it's very much like it's expected you're gonna uh, graduate college you're gonna go to school you're gonna get married or start your career you'll find a nice guy and get married so it was kind of like this path I followed it that didn't actually work out the way it wasn't a happily ever after and I had spent a lot of years doing the day job and then really wanting to test my creative side I've been writing poetry like all my life um, I had learned to uh, do the, some of the camera work down at the public access television station here uh, locally learn how to work the cameras and stuff was doing um, music um, kind of I was uh, at the time producing drum and bass tracks for like local uh, DJs and so just really trying to do the creative thing and not really having the avenue to do it here locally and a lot of it was oh well, you don't do that don't you do customer service don't you do this so it was all it was oh you can't oh we don't at this radio station I don't think you would fit like you know there were so many people who knew me who knew me from high school or whatever ah uh, she can't do that so if I that wasn't the personality that I had represented all my life and that's not what people thought that I was capable of doing and it wasn't until I got to Atlanta this was in 2000 at the height of like hip-hop like you could feel in literally the air you could feel that like this music was about to change things and it's like when I was there and I did more spoken word I was more that uh, India Ari Lauren Hill kind of vibe. I had the dreads, so it was such a vibrant place to be. And I was nobody knew me, so I really could go to open mics and I could do uh, perform my poetry. And I didn't have to tell, have talk to people that I went to high school with that went. I thought you were all awkward. You don't do poetry. Like I didn't. I didn't have any barriers like that. And so I went from, and it was kind of a different work scenario there. Like the pay was different. It didn't pay as much. The, the type of jobs that I was used to getting actually required you to go really far outside of the city center to get those type of jobs. So I was doing that, but also finding so many creative avenues just in Atlanta. Like 
it was crazy. I was doing stuff that I would have never ever thought that I could do. And the thing was that I, even when I think back now to that time, the one thing that stood out is that I was having so much fun. Like, I feel like for the first time, like, in my adult life, I was having a lot of fun. I was putting up stages. I was working as, like, uh, on key grips, on movie sets. Like, I was doing everything. Like, if you, if it was in, they had a paper, like, um, a weekly paper um, that's kind of like our Westward here in Denver that told you all the events that were going on. I was at every open mic night. Like, if there was a concert going on, I'm putting up stages. Like, dude, I, if it was there, like, that creativity, if it was the music, the art, the, the the film like I was there like I had my I was learning every like a, like osmosis like just taking it in everybody that I was meeting was just so creative and there were no limits on what was possible it's like there were no nobody was saying oh you can't write that type of music you can't do that now I was told a couple of times with my spoken word eh, we can't put that on the radio you know, they like the humping and bumping and booty music. And they did. It's like, it's still, you see, like, it, almost 20 years later, it's still dominating the airwaves. But it was, a, it was an opening. That door that closed opened up a whole new life. Yeah, I always, like, you always hear, uh, follow your passion, follow your passion. And so, real talk, you can't always pay your bills with your passion. But I do find, and I found in my own personal life and people that I've talked to and worked with, I found that the more you can actually enjoy the things that you're investing the most of your time in, the easier it is. I always say the money flows, and it doesn't necessarily flow from that passion that you're doing, but it can open up other avenues. Um, sometimes just being in a better mood and enjoying what you do can actually attract people to you in a way that it can open up doors that you didn't really imagine and so for me that passion uh when i moved like i said i moved clear across the country i didn't know anybody so my first inclination and really was to kind of be nervous and to be scared and, oh i can't do this i can't do this but I was fortunate enough to be in such a hotbed of creativity that it was, I was in an environment and around people that were constantly pushing them, their own selves to how they could be better. Um, I've always been a writer, I'm a voracious reader, so writing has always come very naturally to me, um, has always um, been something that's easy for me. I realize, that's why I tell people, your passions are the things that come naturally to you, what they call an unfair advantage, but the things that come naturally to you, that, that you do without thinking things that you might have a hard time explaining to others like how you do it that is your superpower and you might not even realize it sometimes they might be superpowers that you don't necessarily want to hone but when you can really when you can zoom in on what does it what do I do naturally that's easy for me when you can zoom in on that and magnify your strengths through that like it changes everything like that it's definitely a game changer for me the writing the enjoying what I, I was doing I um, spent a lot of time in customer service so always the focus is well when I'm talking to anybody how can I meet their needs so in that hotbed of creativity in Atlanta early 2000s it's like there was just this 
this thirst for like real honest and authentic communication um the sound of music was changing there really was no limits like I was doing all kinds of shit there like I was writing script I was writing lyrics for people like putting up stages just everything that I didn't even realize I could do until I actually tried it and it literally came from every day. Like, I might write something. And I had been in the habit of writing. Like, I've been writing all my life. But I'm, I was in the habit of writing and kind of just for my own personal expression. To get out what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what's going on. Um, so that was always natural. But I got to the point where I was around so many creative thinkers where I could actually share it. I actually... Um, before I left there, I ended up losing almost 42 lyric books um, where I had just been writing, writing, writing like for years. But um, to have the opportunity to um, to push myself in so many different ways, whether it was the writing, whether it was the performing, like to, so much that I was doing that even when I was telling my friends back home, they're like, "What? I didn't even know. I didn't even know you were interested in that." And it's like, you know what, I didn't realize I was interested in that until I actually started doing it. And then once I got started doing it and realized I was interested in it, it actually, I realized how good I was at it. So it was something that kind of had been under the surface that I had always kind of pushed away and thought, oh, that's not going to make me money. And what I found is that the, the, the passion that I was expressing, the, the performing, the writing, uh, writing for others, all of that creativity is what was stimulating my ability to go out into the world and speak up to talk to people to introduce myself to people that I would have never even had the courage or even thought I would be in the same presence of so it really caused me to it was the catalyst to step up my game on so many different levels and then to also kind of incorporate what I already knew and what I was carrying from the corporate world into the structure of the music and the creativity and all of of that and I feel that it, it, it rounded me out in so many ways and there was so much that I learned in, on the creative side that I was able to bring into the work that I do and now whether it's with business clients creatives entrepreneurs micro entrepreneurs I can bring so much of my own personal perspective into that that it only enhances uh, what I'm doing so it, it's just allowing yourself to step outside that comfort zone and tapping into what your passion Okay, so I've been over here talking about following your passion and not just following with it, but connecting with it. So if you like what you hear and you're enjoying the show, then definitely hit the like button so you'll be able to get updated whenever there's a new episode. And uh, when I'm not hanging out here on Anchor, I'm over on Instagram being incredibly passionate about developing a mindset for success and using um, the tenets of emotional intelligence to truly build and define success on your own terms. So you're more than welcome. Click the link in the bio if you're all pumped up and excited. There's lots of motivation, plenty of inspiration, and a lot of coffee talk. But hey, come on by. 